Welcome to the GNA Podcast. Keeps nursing alcohol. Where we get drunk and talk about stuff. I'm your host, Cecil Xavier. And yeah, yeah, I was bored. And I'm also drinking again, finally. Even though it's probably going to make me cough throughout like the rest of my life and make me die a hor- slow, horrible death. I'm still doing it. So being joined here tonight by some great people. Not my favorite. Well, that guy's kind of cool, but I mean, that guy over there, he's like, I don't know, he's meh. And we got a new person who's officially joining the GNA crew, so we'll start off with him. Mr. Shadow Fox, how you feeling tonight, man? Hi, everybody. I'm getting over a cough, which may or may not have been given to me by Cecil. I still say it was him, but he denies the claims. Hey, look, I told you that I might have been infected, but you said a blowy's a blowy. A uh, blowy's a blowy, and 20 is 20. And Damoc's joining us tonight. How you doing, Damoc? Uh, not too bad. How about you? Not, I'm, I'm good. Not too bad. Not too bad. It's not too good. Eh, give or take. I'm still alive, upright, and breathing, so I can only complain a little bit. His life is so hard now. Hard like Cialis hard? Yes. I love it. I love it. You know, if you crush up a Cialis and a Viagra and you snort it, you, uh, you get a really hard nose. That was a lame joke. It was like, it, I, I didn't even write that. It wasn't even mine. That that was almost that was dad joke bad almost. Yeah, I, I I yeah. I was muted, but I still laughed. And we're being joined by D from Microbrew Gamers. Hey man, how you doing? Not too bad. I mean, uh, I'm not flatlining, so that's pretty good. But then again, not flatlining. I'm not on The Walking Dead either. So you know, give or take. Ooh, well, The Walking Dead is kind of in the vein of one of the topics that I have for uh, for tonight, which is uh, which is nice. Oh, and there and there's there's Mouse. Look at him. Look at him. Like, Look at him. Like, like how I tied that in. Yeah, I, I like it. I like it a lot. So we got to do the most important thing. Uh, what is everybody drinking? And actually, I'm going to start this off this evening because past couple of weeks, past few weeks, I have been completely lame, not drinking a goddamn thing. But guess what? I felt that tonight I'm going to do it. Why not? I'm drinking something because I haven't had literally anything good for like a month now. So I am going back to an age-old favorite. I'm going back to some Dark Hollow. If you've never had Dark Hollow, it's a nice dark stout that's uh, that's aged in oak bourbon barrels. It's got a really, really nice dark color to it. Um, almost crimsony if you look at it in the right light. But it's really, really good. Uh, it's, got a, it's got a nice strong hit to it. Uh, I think it's 10, 10% by volume. Maybe 10% by volume. There it is. So it's a good hard-hitting one. It's one of those ones that when you open it and you start into it, if you don't like it, you better find somebody who does because it's a big bottle and you got to drink through the whole thing. There's no capping this shit off. So, D, what do you drink with us tonight? Uh, Nothing like, you know, outstanding or, or whatever. I just took some Schmirnoff vodka, poured it in a glass, took some peach schnapps, poured it in the glass, and then just topped it off some cranberry juice. Dude, if you would put grape uh, grape soda in that, that would have been a purple peach. Yes, but I don't have grape so- <laughs> soda right now. Yeah, I'm getting ready to come down and visit you, so I'm just drinking whatever, and I'm going to save the uh, the dollars for when we're down there. Yeah, you got to get that liver. You got to you got to make sure that liver's good and prepared because when you get down here, it's gonna be big. It's gonna be huge. That's that's why I'm drinking the shitty uh, hard liquor shit over here. Huh? Yeah, get get out all the uh, get out all the like shitty hangovers now. Well, all right, what are you drinking, Damoc? 
Well, <clears throat> I'm holding an empty bottle of Dark Hollow. It's it's sad. It's all by itself. I drank it the other night. Uh, and now I am just drinking Devil's Backbone Vienna Lager. Uh, it's the go-to beer. It's really easy. It's pretty decent. And it's 5.2% alcohol. Love it. Nice and uh, and and Shadow Fox. Uh, I don't know if you are or are not drinking with us, but if you are, what are you drinking? Oh my God, eighteen hundred, really? Eighteen hundred silver. Uh, Skyla bought this for margaritas for herself last week, but I'm <laughs> I'm too lazy to make a margarita, and I'm going to just drink what I assume is a shot's worth. So here we go. That that that's called a diet margarita. There's no calories in that. <laughs> Hey, whatever. Oh, God. Oh, 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 I found a cut in my mouth. Oh, man. Put it over some ice and just fill that cup up and sip on it. Yeah. 1800 yeah, is pretty like, damn good. All the way to the top. Like, I don't even know why you were shooting that. That was, like, just fill the glass and just... That was almost a travesty here. I'm not a professional alcoholic. Hey. What? Well, we have got to fix that. Some trainings in order. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. If if any time you need an adult, now you need an adult. I need an adult. I need an adult. That's kind of it's it's kind of bad for you because I don't see any adults here right now. I know you would think so because this is four grown men. Hang on, I'm air quoting right now. Grown men, but uh, yeah, there's not a single adult among us. And, and two of us have procreated, which is even sad. <laughs> We're even in charge of in tiny humans. Yes, and dangerously, our our spawn could procreate with each other which pretty much would spawn the end of the world yeah mine are a handful can I, can I get the tickets now can i pre-order that yeah well there isn't a, there's not a mars base yet so you might have to uh, talk to Elon musk oh it's man, about where busy. you're gonna want to watch from well next segment we got to kick into state of games state of games is where we ask each person who's on what they've been playing and how they feel gaming is if they so desire to go into that that monologue most don't really pontificate that much on it they just kind of blurt out what the hell they're playing and say whether they like it or not now zyber's not here so we don't have to hear about him talking about uh you know not playing anything other than pokemon go so let's start up from around the room Daymok, what's your state of games man uh i haven't played a game all week i've watched a lot <laughs> A lot of YouTube videos. Uh, wow. wow. All right, Zyba. So, Shadow, what's your state of games? Mario. Mario. More Mario. <laughs> Nintendo Switch Mario. Except for I can't play it for the next two days because Skylar's off and it's her. She's home and she gets to use the Switch. So, back to Wildlands. All right. Wildlands good. What about you, D? What's your state of games, man? Well, I actually... um. Cracked out something retro out of my collection uh, that I've had for a while. It's actually, you know, it was worth a bit. And it was an action RPG called Brandish on the Super Nintendo. Wow. I haven't played that in, oh my God, probably 20 years. I actually sold it today. Really? I didn't really like the battle system or controls. I really just didn't dig it. I played it for a little while and I just, I just couldn't bring myself to play it. I just didn't like it. Really? I don't think it's, it, it's not a bad game. It's just that I just, it just didn't hit it off with me. I mean, I also spent a minute on it too, which is kind of like, eh, wah, wah. but I had it boxed, uh, instruction manual and everything. So I just sold that today. Got some cash yeah, for the trip. 
so I could blow more cash. Man, you just described Draken for me. Like, I played that game so much trying to like it, and I just never could like it. It's one of the, that's actually, Draken's one of my guilty pleasures that I've never had good luck with, but I do have Draken. Dude, I, you know, I always, tr- I played that game so friggin' much trying to love that game. And, like, the first time I played it, I'm like, oh, this is fun, this is unique, I'm gonna dig this. And then I just kept dying, and everything I did, I just kept dying. And you know how I've, pl- you know how I've played most of the game? Drunk? No. Most of my characters were naked and running away from danger. That's pretty much what you do in real life, though. Yeah, yeah, but but the thing is, usually in the game, you can at least pretend to be a hero, but I keep having stuff come from the sky and destroy all my armor, and my guys are running around like, ah, in their underwear. That's pretty much how I end up in Dragon all the time. That describes how I played Ark with these guys before, where I just ended up running around naked and things falling out of the sky. He's not wrong. Yep, I've also been playing, like, at night to relax myself before I go to sleep, I play some uh, Pokemon uh, Moon, Ultra Moon, uh, which I like. I've been trying to finish that up. So I'm, I'm near the end of that, and I've got quite a few of the Pokemon. But still, I'm kind of a completionist with that. And I was also playing on the Switch, um, the spiritual successor to I Am Setsuna. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's, it's not that bad at all. Now I'm drawing a blank. Now I'm having a brain fart in the name. <laughs> well, back to something that you said before. Did uh, did you read the article I posted earlier about uh, there being a rumor that they're making a Pokemon for Switch? Oh, that's been uh, that's been uh, in the works for a while. Uh, Nintendo mentioned that they're going to be making a Pokemon for the Switch a while ago. We're just getting more released rumors now, now about what's going to be included. How many Switches would that sell? Like seriously, I would have to buy another one for the house. I, I was about to say all of them. I, I I would buy one. Like, I seriously would buy one. I, I've been... like Okay, so I got my daughter a Switch, and I, I have this, like, app on my phone where I can test to see how long she's been playing and, and when she's been playing, et cetera, et cetera. And I keep Lost seeing, Sphere, that was it. Lost Sphere. Sorry. Okay. Sorry, keep, my brain. I keep seeing these things pop up on it that go, not played at all today, not played at all today, not played at all today. I'm like, I bought you a freaking Switch because you said you wanted it, and you don't fucking play it? Like, really, kid? Give the damn thing to me. I'll play the fucking thing. And I got her Mario Odyssey and everything because she's like, yeah, yeah, I want Mario Odyssey. I'm like, great choice, kid. You are amazing. That's a fantastic idea. Let me get it. Like the past week and a half, past 10 days, she's played it for about two hours. I'm not friends with her anymore then. I think I'm My almost like I'm friends that. with her. <laughs> My kids played more than this, not Mario. I actually struggle to put down Mario. It's, it's different enough from its predecessors. But it has enough to continuously just... You're always hunting for the next moon. Yeah, and like, you can endlessly. do the two-player thing. Like, where one Why person controls the hat, they can, like, bounce around and, like... Yep. You know, they're like the, the freaking glaive from Krull, and they're just bouncing all over the place. I mean, come on. Yeah. I don't think I can convince my other half to do that. Well, no, no. The, the, you be nice, and you play the hat, and you let her play. Why would I want to be the hat? Because then you go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. You know, then when she This dies, is why you don't get nice things, Shadow. I know. Well, my state of games has been actually pretty lax. I wanted to get into some, some Sea of Thieves again. Unfortunately, just the, the week did not provide for me. But I have gotten into one game that just came out today. Now, we're recording Friday, so when you're probably hearing this, you're thinking, this didn't come out today, this came out last week. Yeah, you're right, it did come out last week. I'm the one who's been drinking. You should be thinking correctly, crew or uh, audience. Um, I was actually just playing 
hey, I've been drinking, so cut me some slack. Uh, I was actually playing State of Decay 2. Now, did any of you play State of Decay 1? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so I loved State of Decay 1. Um, I loved the kind of community building out of it. I liked the persistent characters that you had with it. So, like, one of your characters dies. you get like, that That dude's dead. You can't do anything. You gotta go to another character. I loved how it kind of had, uh, like, a Daisy feel to it without being Daisy, like, with it being a lot less. So, um... But State of K two came out, and if you bought the, the like the super special ultimate edition, you got to play it today when it physically comes out the twenty second. But I've been playing it for I got about an hour, hour and ten minutes into it, and I was I, I'm horrible because when I really get hyped up for a game, I start reading everything about it, which sucks because when I'm just partially hyped for a game, I ignore everything. Like I want to be surprised, but when when it comes to like a game that I'm like I'm super anticipating, I want to know everything about it. I dig into it. I start reading everything, all reviews, everything everybody's saying. Like there could be some dude in a forum that mentions the game, and I've read it, and I'm commenting, telling him that he's a complete piece of ass. Hmm. But anyway, why would you call no me a complete guy. piece of ass? Uh, because I I want to because you're not that a partial complete one. Complete piece of I don't know. I have an amazing ass, but uh, no. Since since you've already been playing the um. The I guess uh, is it a demo or is it like no it's full game essentially the full okay full game early release for people who bought the super super special extra okay edition so I played the original and I liked the original and the only complaint I had about the original it was it was kind of empty and by the time it got kind of full with things it it was late in the game so that's that's the only thing I'd hope they'd improve on that plus the graphics well the game is beautiful. That's I think good. it looks gorgeous. The lighting in it actually was super amazing. Um, I I jumped in and I turned like I like to turn my stuff down so that I really get a lot of darks. I get a lot of shadows and stuff like that because I kind of I like to play games like kind of how I see. So if it's dark, I really can't see it. I used to be able to see it real well, but now I can't see it. Now, thank you, LASIK. Anywho, <laughs> at least you can see. <laughs> True, I can see. Um, Sponsored by LASIK. Yeah, TLC LASIK. Bam. Up in Albany. But I turned down like all the all the brightness and stuff so I can get some really deep shadows and whatnot. And you get some some really great like god rays and stuff like that going through and you get some really, really great shadows. I've got okay, so I turned everything up. Now this game just came out. I've turned everything up to ultra. I've got it running at four K. And the game it, it's I'm surprised at how optimized it was because the, its predecessor, to be perfectly honest, it wasn't really that optimized. When I first played it, it was kind of meh. Now, I didn't read up fully, but do you know, Cecil, and I, I bet you do, did they like actually work with NVIDIA to really optimize it for that? or? You know what? I honestly don't know. But okay. uh, usually when they've worked with NVIDIA and stuff like that, you'll get a new driver download when it releases. That's what I've seen, is whenever they release a new piece of contact, like uh, like Bungie when it released the Warmind just recently. As soon as it came mm-hmm. out, there was a new download for a driver, because it was, you know, it was Destiny Warmind optimized drivers. So, that's usually how you can tell when it's, when, when the company's been really working with, N- with NVIDIA or AMD or whomever. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen a, dr- a driver drop yet. So... All right. 
So, so they just did really good. Well, speaking of it, I, I'm looking actually at the uh, the system requirements for that, and uh, the the normal minimum stuff's there. It's it's the recommended, and I've seen this a lot more with more games. It looks like the developers are pushing more towards about 16 gigs of RAM is what they want people running off of. Absolutely. Well, I've got I've got 16 gigs of RAM, and as I said, I've I've got it running at 4K, and it runs very very smooth. Oh, I I have no doubt. It's it's just that I'm. I'm slightly concerned with the fact that um, we're seeing more often 16 gigs of RAM, especially with the the price increase. Because I have 16 gigs of RAM, I do a lot of Photoshop work, so I, I need it. But uh, a lot of games are pushing more towards that 16 gigs of RAM, which it's understandable. I have 32. But with the with the cost of RAM, a lot of the lower end gamers are gonna they're gonna have to pony up that extra hundred bucks for an extra eight gig stick. Well, what's the what's the minimum requirements for it? It it it's it's eight. Don't get me wrong, it's 8, but I'm just, overall, I've seen a push from a lot of the PC developers towards 16 for the recommended these days. And I'm okay with that because most people who are going to be playing video games are either going to be A, enthusiasts, B, they're going to be, like, complete and utter nerds, so they're going to want to get the big stuff, or C, they're going to be the people that have the minimum requirements and they don't really care that the game doesn't look top-notch. They're just going out to play. Like I said, the, the concern only comes from the time that I, I spend browsing the subreddits like PC Part Picker and PC Gaming, and a lot of people, they're getting into PC gaming because comparative cost-wise, it's a little bit more upfront, but you're getting the discounts in the games, but a lot of them, people built a lot of systems with 8 gigs of RAM because that was the recommended just a few years ago, like one or two years ago, but with the push towards 16, means people got to pony out a little bit more. See, I'm not too concerned because, you know, that's, like I said, it's a couple years ago, and that usually increases pretty fast in the PC world. But a lot of systems that you're seeing now for sale, whether it be gaming systems or quasi-gaming systems, a lot of them are starting to come stock with 16 now. Which is which is a good thing. It's uh, just with the the price of RAM, I would I would hope the price would come down before we start yeah, pushing more to 16. But... but, I mean, price of RAM, price of GPUs, thank you, cryptocurrency. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for that, guys. Because last last I checked, when I had to buy another eight gig stick just like three months ago, it was it was about a hundred ten dollars for every eight gigs. It's roughly roughly, and I heard, yeah, and I heard it's just going up from there. Yeah, but RAM prices have stabilized out a little bit. They're not jumping like they were before. Like before, when I was I went and I bought, I think it was thirty two gigs of RAM. I forget when I bought it, but uh, I think I got it for like two hundred bucks. I went back not six to eight months ago and the same 32 gigs of ram was up to 485 you know now i'm starting to see prices drop back down it's not back down to exactly where it was but i'm starting to see prices drop down drop down a little bit now that you see that interest in bitcoin wine you're starting to see those prices come back down wayne i should say wayne no no it's it, i whine about it I, I whine all the time about it i'm still crying as i don't have a 1080 ti Oh no, your life is hard. Uh, the other system requirement I'm seeing, I'm starting to see this with Microsoft too. I feel like they're starting to release some of these games in an attempt to force people to update their stuff. Well, I mean, that's it's it's kind of a thing where people are pushing for better, better graphics, more features, more this, and you really can't without the power. So as people demand more, oh yeah, no, they give sense. more, but then it requires more RAM and more resources. So I mean, that's why you now have the Xbox One X. That's it's that's perfectly logical. And that's kind of always been the thing with PCs is, is, is every couple of years you got to upgrade and push those 
you know, push your hardware up because, you know, it, we're constantly making advances and making graphics and people are demanding the next best thing being greater and greater, but it takes resources. No, that's fair. Like I said, it's all a fair point. It's uh, just for... I don't like the prices, but... Yeah, it's it's just... It just keeps going up and up, unfortunately. But we might see the prices of some electronics start to drop in the near future. A, a big also part about it is there's a lot of rare metals and minerals that pretty much China had a monopoly on a lot of the, the resources, and they were running low, and Japan just found a huge store of them under one of their islands. Yay. So when they start mining those, it may drop the prices of stuff like LCDs. One could hope. I mean, they could always get greedy and say, fuck off the rest of the world. But. And, and crypto might finally crash for good, hopefully. Well, one thing that I've been seeing also with Microsoft specifically is that they're, they're doing the, the game anywhere, the Xbox anywhere. So basically, like, like I bought Sea of Thieves recently, and I bought State of K2. I can play that on both my Xbox as well as my PC. So I bought the one game, and I can play it in both places. Um, I'm starting to see games like that, like they're, like more and more games are showing up like that. And at first, I was kind of thinking to myself, well, that's a great marketing ploy so that Xbox can, you know, that Microsoft can really like, get a hold of the gaming market. But one thing that I found about that is that the optimization that they're doing for PCs is actually significantly better than you would see on just an average game delivered. Like, for instance, I love, now don't get me wrong, I love Diablo 3. I mean, I'm in love with Diablo 3. Like, that's, that's my viewpoint on Diablo 3. That's why he married his wife. Yes. Demon. <laughs> yes. But when Diablo 3 first came out, I mean, no offense to Blizzard, but I had I had the specs that they were asking for and then some, and I was still getting some really weird, like, pauses, glitches, farts, burps. Stuttering. Yeah, some weird shit. And I was like, look, my system should not be doing this, but it is. And it pissed me off, but I was like, hey, you know what? Fuck it. I still love Diablo, and I still got to play through everything, and I was fine. But... Even Diablo, when it first came out, was like there was some weird shit going on. And they quickly patched it and they quickly fixed it. And I, and I super appreciate that. Any developer that will jump in, find a problem and fix it, hey, cool. Because I know, I mean, PCs, just, I mean, shit. Every single one of us probably has a completely different makeup of PC. And that's really, really hard to program for. Configuration, update level. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's just super, it's super difficult to, to program for. Like, with, with a console. Or anticipate. Yeah, with a console, you can say, okay, here's my box. This is my box. This is what I have to configure for. This is what I have to do. But with a PC, I mean, that box doesn't become a square. That's like, like a jagged fucking edges, rhombus, trapezoid shit going on. Now, I have to disagree a little bit there. So the console, yeah, it's all one thing. You have a specific processor, a specific set of RAM. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's easy to program for. They release the programming languages, and, you know, you program it off there. The PC is not much different at all. It doesn't matter what motherboard or processor I have that you have or RAM or anything like that. It's all about what are they taking advantage of, and this is where Microsoft, again, comes into play. It's called DirectX. They program on DirectX, and then they optimize if they want to allow multi-threaded processors, which most games, sadly, still don't. That's it's a weird thing, but they're programming off of an API 
that's DirectX, or they program off of Vulkan API, which is the exact same thing that they're programming for PlayStation and Xbox and all that. You're, you're wrong, boss. I hate to say it, but you're wrong. That's the idea, and that's the way it's been grinding towards slowly, but gaming companies still nowadays do not build off of DirectX. They build off of an engine that they create, and the engine itself might uh, be optimized. Still? Oh, there we go. Yeah, I'm here. Uh, the the engine yeah. itself might be op, might you know some engines that they build might be optimized towards DirectX, but not all of them are. A lot of a lot of proprietary ones that they build aren't. Like if you build an RPG maker, yeah, you're you're pretty much solid. It's it's gonna be it's it's plain Jane. It's cookie cutter. It, it's 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 there. But take a look at the, like the Unity engine. The Unity engine, you would think, okay, that's a pretty big engine. That's like like a lot of people are using that. But it is in no way, shape, or form optimized for DirectX. It is no way, shape, or form optimized for the vast number of PCs. To like a great, for instance, take like uh, take Tarkov. Tarkov works completely different on like my AMD system versus uh, Michael Scott's Intel system. That's where the multi-thread and multi-core support comes in. Escape from Tarkov is phenomenal and wants to utilize as many cores and threads as possible. So if you're running a Ryzen platform, and I know you have a Threadripper and it's fantastic, it's going to run better for you overall. And it's great. I have an Intel processor. I don't even remember. I bought it off Shadow. Um... It's fantastic and still runs the game, and I still get the same frame rate roughly, except I have a 970 and you have a 1080 Ti. You, you bought it off Buffalo, and it's a 6700K. Oh, I did buy it off of Buffalo. Yeah. No, but what I'm Why saying, do I know more about your system? You know, you know who actually does a really good breakdown about the problems of trying to program for, say, yeah, hardware like graphics cards? If you ever watched on YouTube, Linus Tech Tips does a really good one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he does one break of the things down very, he, very well. One of the things he breaks down is the problem is, is, of course, Intel and AMD are wildly different architectures. You can optimize for one, doesn't necessarily optimize for the other. The other thing that they're trying to pick and choose for is where they're trying to basically, they're not given ahead of time because they're not even fully finished with it. Like, say, what is Intel? Because it takes years to program a game. So what's Intel doing? Where are they going with their architecture? Where is AMD? They've got to meet somewhere in the middle, and they're trying to basically be like mind readers. They've got to try to tell the future. What do we think is it going to go? Is it going to be DirectX? Is it going to be this other one? Where is their architecture going? Plus, then they've got NVIDIA and and um, Radeon. It's like the GPUs are doing certain things, and they're trying to predict where they're going. So it's, sometimes it's a, it's a hopping target. They're trying to hit this whack-a-mole target. And sometimes it's a hit, and they got this optimized, fantastic game. And other times they got a game that just runs like shit because they thought it was going to be optimized. They thought they were going this direction and they wound up going, you know, 60 degrees that way. So some of the better optimized games I've seen from PC are where the developer goes through an actual secondary studio like Gearbox Software, where their entire job is to take that code and port it to PC. And that's their specialty. So, for example, Borderlands, Borderlands 2, Borderlands pre-sequel. The main developer develops for the consoles, but then exports it to Gearbox to convert the yep. software. But the other thing you got to take into consideration is is also when are they releasing the game? They start working on the game, and if they have it the right time period where they release, they're able to release the game, get all that stuff you know cleaned up, and you know say that 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 NVIDIA GPU and, and Intel's you know 
7700K has been out for a couple of years, you know, they're able to take advantage of that. Depending on the timing, how long it takes for them to develop the game, and depending on the timing, they could get basically optimize it for this, and they, re they, they release two renditions, and it's like, fuck, they went a totally different direction. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's really a tricky, it's really a moving target. Like, I guess the point that, that I was trying to make is that, you know, what pro programming for a console versus programming for PC is just, it's, it's kind of, it's... Apples and oranges. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you know, with a console, it's, it's a box. Now, granted, you've got, what, three major consoles right now that you're programming for, so you got three boxes that you're programming, but... And variants of them. Yeah, so I mean, you got three boxes that you're programming for, but it's still, you know, that that's the box. That's what's what you're that's what you're getting. But with a PC, yeah. if you, you know, if you, it's, it's it's vastly it's a moving target. You know, it's it's not it, now. Granted, it's gotten a lot better than it was because I mean, back you go back five five ten years, and it was even it was even more like the Wild West. I mean, shit, it was it was crazy. I mean, they've gotten Malex better. to everything adapter. Malex to everything. Exactly. I mean, it's gotten better, but well, it, it's still a, a it's a crazy, crazy world. Let's let's go back to the fact that Microsoft's doing more of the Microsoft Store thing, and this this is I'm I'm trying to convince Microsoft to do the thing that I think a lot of people want to do is the Microsoft Store still isn't as successful as you think it would be for something that it's it's age because the Microsoft Store came out what with Windows eight. And here we are, and I still don't download things to the Microsoft Store. I don't want to interact with it. Well, Microsoft Store, I think, actually originated on the Xbox before it came out with 8. So I think it started there. I think its incarnation was there. Yeah, but when, when I look to go buy a game, and I have the option of the Microsoft Store or Steam, where am I going to go first? Steam. Yeah. I think I've only ever bought two things off the Microsoft Store, and one of them was Tomb Raider because at the time you could pick up the game for like $15 due to a, a for, weird foreign sale thing. For me, because I have both, uh, obviously, PC and Xbox One, what I like to do is I actually like to get, like, say, a lot of the indie games off Steam and a lot, of those, a lot of the smaller publishers and stuff like that. But anything that has the Xbox or PC, the cross-play, I, I actually buy from that Microsoft store. And, and, and that's what I was getting at. So someone like me, we don't have an Xbox One in this household. If they want to get me to purchase through them, don't get me wrong. The crossplay is a great idea, but they gotta the the PC gaming community is looking for one series specifically from Microsoft that they have full control over that they still refuse to release despite this technology. The Halo series, period. End of story. You're gonna get some adoption with that, and they just they won't do it. They're too protective um, of it for no reason. I'm what about the latest Halo? Because I know they had a split, and I don't know about the legalese between the first few Halos and the current. They, Microsoft has full rights to the series, but even Halo 5 is not available through the Windows Store for PC. I, I, when we did really? Sea of Thieves, wow. I looked into it. I was just like, oh, it's, it's on the App Store. You can buy it there to play on the Xbox. I have all the X, uh, you know, them all on the Xbox, but I, I never really looked to actually buy it on PC. So, and well, and I know there's plenty in the PC community that want it there, and that'd be a great way to get some of them into that store to look at what else is there. Well, Halo Evolve, like the first Halo, was on PC, isn't it? Well, yeah, that was before Microsoft had control over it, but they've since remastered the entire collection. You've remastered the entire collection. You're a remastered collection. 
I just I'm not want even them a beta yet. <laughs> I just want them to bring it, and it's unfortunate because the only thing that you can really do, I think, there's like a a third party out there that's doing like a Halo Online for PC. I think they brought like Halo Forge to PC, but still, that's not the same as matchmaking or the story. Touche. It is kind of funky that they. That's one of their biggest IPs. You think that'd at least be brought over to PC? And the only thing I can think of is that they're they're doing it to further protect the sale of the Xbox hardware, which is weird because it could have also been used when they were doing that massive push to Windows 10. You could have gotten probably at least a million people to switch to Windows 10 just for Halo. Could it possibly be that there's a licensing issue and that's why they can't bring it to PC? To my knowledge, 343 Industries has full control over the IP, which is owned by Microsoft. Hmm. Unless Bungie still maintains like a control of a character or something. But I, I think at this point, Microsoft would just be willing to buy out whoever owns it. I just don't think they're willing to bring it into the store for Windows. Anybody's, that is weird. Anybody's uncle work for Microsoft? I don't know, but hey, no. if you work for Microsoft and you know the answer to this question, and you happen to be listening to this show, far-fetched, email us. At GNA Podcast at GNA and your DNA dot one. Let us know. We're interested to find out now. We'll even beta test it for you. I'll play the campaign 12 times for all five games. He will. I still love him. I will check every nook and cranny. I will kill every grunt, every elite, every brute, every hunter with every weapon. Dude, if, Sha- Just if Shadow how many hours he Witcher spent in Witcher 3 for no reason whatsoever for like 800 hours, he'll play that. He'll do that. I will, 100%. So, the next big thing that's come up, E3 is right around the corner. What's it coming up? Like June, was it? 12th, I 12th? think. 12th? I was going to say 15th, but again, I'm Somewhere done. around there. Anywho. Tw- might, no, no, I, that I, might be... I like, I, 12th I like might just be the day of the, one of the first... Um, I know uh, one of the companies has a big thing that they're doing on the 12th, so it might just be one of those early, you know, but... Uh, I, I absolutely love I the, 12th. It was the 12th. I'm going with the 12th. But did okay. you guys happen to see last year's, um, I want to say it was a mock conference, but it oh, was from Devolver. Yeah, it was a Devolver. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. It, it seemed more like a, a horror show than an actual game thing. It's, it, it, it looked more like a stunt, but then there was never any real game footage or any. No, there totally was game footage. They had like two or oh, three. Yeah. There was like two or three games that they had in there. That's, that's the thing that threw me for a loop is that when I watched it, at first, like it starts off like a really, really cool, um, you know, like a, a really cool intro to it. I'm like, oh yeah, this is cool. And they kind of threw something in there, like they threw a mock in there of, of like it was today's bad habits or the tomorrow's bad habits done today or some shit like that. I forget what the actual. Sorry, it's, it's been a while. It's been a year since I looked at that. Well, I was I was cruising through because I was looking at some E3 stuff today because I was like, oh shit, let me look at what some of the E3 stuff is coming along, and I've seen a lot of great stuff. Uh, but then I, I ran into that and I forgot, like I had watched that a year ago and I forgot about it. I completely like obl- obliterated it from my mind and I was watching it and all of a sudden I was about halfway through and it's about the, about the spot where the dude gets his arm chewed off or digitized off by the computer. When I realized, holy shit, I've seen this before. It was like, it was like a mock. It, it was like almost like a satirical, um, event because it was done i forget what they published it on maybe like twitch or something but it was it was completely done in tongue-in-cheek and you could tell that they were just busting on every other developer for everything that they were saying and it was great because they really were they were they were doing a hardcore set of ribbing uh, 
on those guys. I mean, literally, the end of it was she's going on and on and on. The speaker's going on and on and on about how like great things are going to be and we're going to be in the future. All of a sudden, she starts freaking out, and then her head literally explodes, and she drops dead on stage. You know, it'd be almost a cool idea. Just at it, just shits and giggles for the irony. Is is you know how everybody's like remaking retro games for you know old systems now? You're making new games for old systems, including stuff like Atari. Be like a small indie game company that does a big thing like that, ribbing all the other companies, just ripping a new one and everything else, and then display your game being basically a new Atari twenty six hundred fucking game, <laughs> shitty graphics and all. That would be amazing. That'd be great. I would buy it. I would hands down buy it. I'd like. I'd go get ten copies of it. They charged me sixty dollars, and I'd still go get ten copies. I'd lose my marriage over it, but I'd, I'd go get ten copies. Anyway, so hey, that might be a million dollar idea. So, Devolver, I, I was I was looking at it, and they've been hinting at doing another one of those this year, and I think they even gave a date for it. I forgot what the date is because I'm not looking at anything right now except for my show notes, which obviously are are like chicken scratch. Um, now they did come out in their press release. And say this year they're going to focus and showcase the games that they are launching. Yeah, like last year they had like two or three clips of games that they were launching. Like one was Ruiner. Um, I forget the other two. But Ruiner looked real good. But I, I and the other, I guess the other one's just, oh, actually no, it was like a Serious Sam. It was like a top-down Serious Sam. Serious Sam 4. Yeah, there you go. Serious Sam 4 and Planet Badass. There we go. So I'm just I'm I'm really interested. Like like that was that was a good show. Like that was entertainment. That was just that was just complete utter entertainment. And watching it, it, it took me a couple of it took me a little while to realize that I was watching a show versus watching a live conference. Because all of a sudden I started seeing like the stock footage that they were going back to, and I'm like, wait a minute, I've seen those people before. Weren't they laughing like that just a second ago? And then I rewound and looked at him like, oh yeah, they totally were. This is this is great. I wonder if they'll have a hotline hotline Miami game at all. Oh, another one? Yeah. Hotline Miami yeah, was that great. Cool. That was a good retro style game. It was. Shadow Fox, Daymok, you guys play Hotline Miami? Uh oh yes. And the expansions or the DLC packs that came with it. I'm gonna be the deer in the headlight, I'm aware of it. I haven't had a chance to play it. Oh man, you got all the different masks that you put on, especially the horse mask. Like everybody was striving for the horse mask. There's some people out there that already have it. But <laughs> <laughs> so, have you guys seen any of the E3 leak stuff that they've been talking about? Uh, some leaks yeah. of Pokemon for the Switch. Well, the- trying to describe like what 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 Pokemon potentially Pokemon might be there. It might be an only region or. Well, there was also uh, the big I thing so. from Nintendo. Like, they, they, they supposedly released Nintendo's whatever thing, Majiggy. That didn't clear that up at all. Oh, it was totally fake. Like, looking at oh. it, it, it was totally fake. It oh, was like, yeah. it was it was almost like a set list that you would get from, uh, you know, from a from a band. And it was literally like, you know, do do a trailer, do an awesome trailer, do a something or another, and then redact it. And it's also said is, don't let, or, or Reggie, don't leak this. Yeah, something, something. Because Reggie's known to leak stuff or whatever. Classic so they Reggie. To bust him. Yeah, damn. They're just bust on him. It was just a little thing, like, oh, we're not supposed to leak. It, they showed a picture of it. It was basically, yeah, just stupid, vague shit, like, yo, be awesome. So I, I try not to. Not that I really have that much time anymore these days. 
I try not to look at the leaks. I prefer to wait for relevant clips. I, I like that's the one thing I do like about all these companies like PC Gamer or whatnot. They, they take the entire keynote and then they break it down based off what they're showing. That allows me to skip the parts I don't care about and just get to the parts that I do care about. So once once the lists come out after the keynotes are done, I'm I'm gonna watch the videos I find interesting to me. So I'm I'm looking forward to Pokemon. That's that's my number one thing. Hopefully Nintendo does something about that, uh, and then maybe some uh, CD Projekt Red. Uh, looking for that Cyberpunk 2077, and th- those are my two big ones right now. I know there's then, a lot of vagueness in that, though. There's, or I mean, in general, you just see a lot of like this little pretend leaks. There's a lot of vagueness this year. I've noticed. Well, that that kind of leads me on to my my next thing of just like I've seen so many of these leaks, and I, like I, I scour Reddit forum, and I've seen so many, and it's it's most of them are fake. Well, I, I've just I've just attributed them all to bullshit, and yeah. and I just attribute it to like people just trying to get attention. You know, they're like. They're trying to be the guy who says, "Hey, look at me! I got this." You know, they're trying to get their well, not, fifteen minutes of fame. Not everybody either. on Reddit has a nice pair of tits. Yeah, I think either, <laughs> either they're either trying to get their fifteen minutes of fame going on rumors or stories, or companies are just leaking little tidbits on purpose to drum up interest. Yeah, you know, I, I would, I would, I would not believe that it was companies like that. I really like. I see it all the time with streamers and stuff like that. Um, you know, we were uh, over in the clan I'm in for for Destiny Two and, and Monster Hunter and all that shit. There, there came up with a conversation about you know a specific streamer, and he was doing some stuff, and he was doing you know the the new raid layer was released for Destiny Two, and World's First already hit, everybody hit it, blah blah blah, everybody did it, old news. So this dude starts going through and starts doing stuff like, oh, we killed the final boss with no weapons. And I stopped and thought about it, and I'm like, eh, all right, I guess that's kind of cool. And then somebody else came up and said, geez, this guy's just becoming a nuisance. And I sat back, and I'm like, all right, let me let me kick back. Let me let me read this conversation before I jump in on it. And he was just talking about, you know, like how he's just doing just stuff that nobody asks for, nobody wants. Just all of a sudden doing it just to get attention. And I've been seeing a lot of streamers doing stuff like that. Have you? Have, I mean, stop me if I'm if I'm wrong. Have you guys been seeing that? Like, do you guys watch streamers at all? Yeah, Are you I, about- I do. And honestly, um, if you take a look at it, it, it all goes back is is to the shock value. How do you stand out from the crowd? Because there's millions of people just like me. You know, <laughs> to quote Eminem, you know, talk like me, act like me, and all that stuff like that. So, what are you gonna do to get people to look at you? It's like, I remember, you know, back when we were really uh, much younger, the first time I saw an an um. Music video, uh, I think it was Sweet Dreams by Marilyn Manson. He really wasn't that out there. You know, top hat, dressed in black. When he first began, he wasn't that weird. He just, you know, did his music. Nobody paid attention to him. Nobody gave a shit. Then he started acting weird and getting, like, headlines and being all bizarre and shit. And that's when his career took off. Same thing. I mean, you, you take a look at somebody that just, you know, if you take a look, an honest look at it. I mean, just being honest here. Whether or not a streamer, like, say, you take a female streamer, whether or not they're really talented and interesting, guys pay attention to looks, the boobs out and everything else. How many guys will jump on? How many numbers will sky high? And I've even looked at just looking at YouTube videos, and I've seen people do tests like this. It's like, you see, like, say, 
low cut and everything else sticking out and, and, and the street, you know, she did it on purpose and it's like as a test and they're like, you know, low cut, you know, 50,000 views, turtleneck, like 200 views. I mean, it's, it's an unfortunate. I mean, a lot of times to get people's attention, it's like to stay relevant, you have to do stupid, crazy shit. And, and that's what they're doing. They're, they're basically either causing drama and that has been shown statistically to create views, whether it be YouTube or everything else. People start drama, piss somebody off, do something crazy, and then they get the views and they make their money. Well, so not just not just on like Twitch or anything. You, you see the same thing on Instagram. I was actually just talking to somebody about this. Really? And sh- she was just like, yeah, I have people randomly follow me all the time. And I'm just like, you have a picture of yourself in a bikini. That's that you have no other content. That's just... No, I'm... Well, really, I'm not trying to be sexist, but let's frankly, how are guys wired? Well, that that that's not that's not me trying to be sexist either. That's well, sexist against men. Men are idiots. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of people go, "Oh, you're just being sexist." Oh, it's not just my, but it's like actually, when you compare it, it a lot of it kind of is. Hey, can you give me that Instagram uh, that Instagram person so I can follow? <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, I know who it no. is. Shut up. Yeah, you know who it is. Uh, okay. Uh, d- you don't want Instagram, man. It's Tumblr. Tumblr's where it's at. You can have all the news on Tumblr. Swipe left. Swipe left. Well, yeah. But uh, we're just talking in general. Like, I, I, I know a bunch of photographers in the city I live in, and the stuff they're putting out isn't bad, but they're putting out, like, one thing a month. And I'm just like, how do you have 3,000 followers? Like, nothing in here is really unique or that interesting, and you scroll through the photos, and you're like, oh... Okay. Pair of tits a month. Gotcha. Get the... Gotcha. Loud and clear. Cause... I hate to say it, sound like that guy, but it, it's kind of true. I mean, men are stupid. I'm not knocking anybody. Like, say, I'm not knocking any female streamer's ability, her talent, her skill, or her her content. But men, a lot of large group of people, they are dogs. They are drawn right to the boobies. Well, even if you take boobs out of the picture, and I'm not talking about boobs, as in all of us here were all boobs. I mean, that's the second time today you've called me a boob. That's actually the third time I've called you a boob today. But who's counting? But yeah, who's counting? Jerk. But it's it's you know it's it, it, take boobs out of the equation. Like it, it it stems back to I guess that reality TV like mm-hmm. like issue that I have. It's why why are people so? I mean, why is that shallow? Why is that voyeurism such a huge thing? Like, you go back 15 years, and voyeurism wasn't like, you know, you'd find people like trying to take pictures of upskirts or some shit like that. That was their voyeurism. Or you watch some people on the news beach, that was their voyeurism. Now people are getting their rocks off from watching like Big Brother and Survivor and, and the Kardashians. You know, it, it's like, it, it's like they can't get. They can't get enough of their own life. They got to live somebody else's vicariously. I think that can actually go to a societal thing. Is frankly, <clears throat> the disparity of income is getting worse, and it's getting and people, as a general rule, the perception is it's getting more and more hopeless. We can't do anything to fit. We're getting deeper in debt. The value of our dollar, our value is going down, and price of everything is going up. <clears throat> so people want to escape any which way, and if they can dumb themselves down and just escape for a little while. Watch some other person do something stupid. They, they feel better for half an hour or whatever it is. But my point is, whatever happened to reading a fucking book? Well, I would say it's part of systematically dumbing down America, fucking over our... our uh, it's, it's, I think it's a combination of things. 
You got the dumbing down of America. You know, the schools are teaching history, are teaching shit right now. You've got, of course, the effects on the brain of social media, the instant reward, the instant gratification. I post something, I get likes, I get attention. That's that instant reward system that keeps going, and now people are used to it, and books just don't give it. But if you suddenly get to see... What's, what's Ho-A doing next? What's Dipshit B doing next? You know, it's, it's... On top of that, that instant reward system, those idiots that actually managed to rise to the top, these companies keep handing them free things in exchange for not... Like, I'm not saying being a social media person is easy work, but compared to the average 9-to-5 grind, the ability to just... Your job is to travel to these places and essentially review the hotel. But, but the thing is, oh, sorry, I just want to clarify. Also saying like dipshit, you know, B or Hoa, they're not, they may not even be like that in real life. That's the perception they're doing for the show or for whatever they're doing. They may be completely opposite of their characters. So I just wanted to clarify. Yeah, that. yeah no, that's, that's very, um, but my, my point is, and, and you'll see this where, um, I think this came out like maybe like a year or two ago, this in- Instagram celebrity was contacted uh, a hotel or a, a bouquet, not a bo- bouquet hotel? I think that's the word. Somewhere in boutique like... Boutique hotel? Boutique. Boutique hotel in Europe that is known for having an owner or a general manager that doesn't put up with bullshit. And she knew this going in. She knew how much drama it would be, but basically she went and, went and said, yeah, no, this is going to be great if you just let me stay. Me and my boyfriend will we'll give you a favorable review. We've worked with Orlando Studios in the past, and it worked out great for them. And she has, like, 80,000 followers, and all of them are in that that range of income where they're not the kind of people that are going to travel to Europe and stay at this hotel. And this dude was just like, no, you have to pay to be here. But there are places, like Orlando Studios, that are bringing them in, and literally, it's just basically a vacation every time. It's not, like, there is work. You have to do the review. You have to take photos and all that. But it's not real 9-to-5 grind work. And it's marketing because people yeah. see a recognized face go there, and they want to go there too. But other than having all these people follow them, and the only reason they're following is because they're going to these places, why do people follow them? They don't produce anything. They don't create anything. They're not running a company. They're not Elon Musk launching rockets into space. They're you or I that just happen to get a lot of followers on a new system quickly and have been able to keep the momentum going. But they're being rewarded by these companies because of it. But it's a combination of them actually getting A, lucky and blessed with good looks, and B, smart enough to manipulate people, manipulate the system. That is is the universal truth, though. Almost all of these, they are good looking. Yeah, because honestly, take a look at like the Kardashians. You think, you know, you think what's stupid, you know, blah 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 blah. But it's like, yeah, they're good looking, but like, so what? Well, they're also intelligent. They basically made money, a shit ton of money. They're now wealthy celebrities. Why? Oh, let's look at Paris Hilton. She's she's beautiful. <laughs> they're not actresses. They're not actresses. Yeah, Paris Hilton. She's not an actress. She's beautiful. But she was smart. She has invested the money that she was given into the right things and has created an image. That woman is probably infinitely smarter than me and will be richer than 20,000 of me in 100 years. And for some of the people, the negative attention, the attention, the publicity is, is they're making money off it. They're, they're doing something. They're staying in the public's eye. Yeah. Uh, she actually got out of the public's eye because her money was coming from... She was at risk of losing a lot from daddy because it was, you know, but... 
take a look at like the Kardashians, they basically why were why were these celebrities? They, they they weren't all that rich then, but they managed to now get super wealthy from literally being socialites, be from nothing. How yeah. do you you not acting talent? Thanks, I mean, thanks, you, OJ. Thanks. They, they they have they have good looks, but no acting talent, no real like marketable skills. But yet they built an empire. That's actually pretty intelligent. But they did it off the backs of OJ Simpson's murder case. Good job. Well, that's actually the most impressive. I would thing. actually say more like Kim Kardashian's sex tape with Ray J. But well, that. Yeah, that that pushed them but. to the forefront, but they were only known because of that O.J. Simpson thing. Well, it all boils down to like the willingness to act versus the ability to act. Yeah, you know, it, it, it it's kind of like when you when well, I mean, shit, take like McDonald's or anything like that. I can get fifteen people in here who are willing to accept seven dollars an hour. You know. And if I can get those people in there, if those people I say, hey, I, I deserve more than $70 an hour, get out. I'm going to find somebody else who's willing to. Well, okay, so we can, we can translate this to Facebook. Facebook, when it came out, didn't really do anything different than MySpace, except for exist. And they did the marketing and how they, they upticked quicker and they made it a little bit cleaner. But at the time, there was a million social media things. It was who put the effort forward who kept improving, who kept the collection or the user base up. And at the end, nobody has a MySpace account anymore. It's it's being at the right place at the right time. Well, I mean, MySpace I probably do. MySpace is actually kind of completely... Con- it's used by a lot of people like in the arts industry, well, like music. It's, it's completely transformed. It's still there, but it's kind of a niche well, now rather than... Facebook being, yeah, other turned than, it around and made it simpler. And that's why yeah. Facebook took off is because MySpace was more about, hey, design a web page that makes you yeah. you. And Facebook design just your, said, your hey, we don't want you to design anything. Here's a fucking template. Go but, and do it. He, Here you go. Here's the thing with Facebook. They didn't do anything truly unique. The idea was already there. They just put themselves out there at the right time. Oh, yeah. So going back to they also doing They it. also mastered with their like little like buttons and everything else. They mastered the reward system, too, very well. They made it simple yep. and easy that idiots could use it. Whether it be intelligent or stupid, you know, the whole range could use it. They made the reward system, the instant gratification, and they added those stupid little games. And they never added a dislike, despite everybody wanting one. Now, let's clarify here, just so that anybody listening doesn't feel like we're picking on them. We're all those stupid idiots sitting right here, too. We all have Facebook pages. We all participate in it. So We still do. Follow and like. Follow and like. I'm about to say when I re- when I mention idiots and st- I'm included. I am not excluding myself from this. I'm a self-aware idiot. <laughs> Let's just delete this whole episode. We we outed ourselves. We have. We really have. Not Damoc. You can't find him except for his porn website. Hey, hey, hey! I you guys went rambling on one topic into celebrities and sex tapes and who's doing what, but I just gotta say like. Cecil was talking about voyeurism and all that. It's always been there. It's always, always, always been there. People have always been doing this. The fact that you have now, as it's been blatantly obvious, you have social media. It's instant access to everything. Now you are seeing it all the time. 
You are now seeing it instantly instead of waiting for the evening news to hear about one or two hand-picked incidents. You get a million incidents that are happening right now. It's always been there. They're always doing it. It hasn't really changed. Yeah, my issue isn't that it's always been there. My issue is that society has rewarded it. It's almost made it it's made it the status quo. It's made it the norm. If you aren't peeking into somebody else's life, you're not normal. You're you're the weird one. You know, if you stay off social media because of any reason whatsoever, you're the weird one. If you're not reading everybody's if reading everybody's posts and liking it, you're getting called out for being, hey, well, why didn't you like my post? Well, because I read it and I smiled and I moved on. Cecil does have a point. We make fun of Buffalo for having a dumb phone. We do. Oh, yeah. Hey, actually, that's, and, that's and, actually and, smart. It's, it's yeah. actually smart. It's less money, less headache. <laughs> You're sounding a lot like Buffalo right now. Yeah, I, I mean, I got it. I thought about I, doing it myself. We make fun of Buffalo for not having a smartphone. Um, yeah, I do have a Facebook account. And, and I was actually made fun of that. at uh, Before I left, I was actually made fun of that, and I finally got a smartphone while at the hospital. <laughs> They were like, you don't have a smartphone? I'm like, nope. Yeah, but the thing is, smartphones are good because they can be used as tools for a business. Smartphones are bad when literally people are stuck down like this 24-7 with their phone in front of their face, and they don't look up, and they don't bother to have a conversation with anybody. They're super absorbed in it, and that's that part of that reward system that's so dangerous. Right, so so I'm actually starting to think there might be a slight turn in how society is working with people's lives getting ruined. We've heard about these mass migrations from Facebook, and I I think we're starting to see people move more towards sites like Reddit where there's still a social aspect, but we're going back more towards animosity. Less like with Facebook, you're supposed to have your your first name, your last name on there and some personal information. I think people are pushing more towards like Instagram. You can have a fake name up there. It's not against the terms of service. And I think that's where we're starting to go to is more animosity. Are you mean anonymity? Anonymity. anonymity. Oh, my God. English is my second or bad English is my first language. No, I understand what you're saying. There's a lot of animosity out there. Because mm-hmm. there's anonymity. You can go out there and say that you're anybody, and you become what I call the keyboard commando. You'll say and type whatever the hell you want because... Exactly, because there's no reprisal for it. I don't have to actually you know, walk you, up to somebody and say, hey, you're a douchebag. Now, me, I type like I talk. If I have a problem with you, I walk up to you and say, you're a fucking douchebag. And then I wait and then I wait for either you to hit me or us to have a, a good argument and work it out. But that's who I am. I tell you, I, I say what I got on my mind, and you know what? After I've said it, I'm done. Like shit, you could be all pissed off as you want. I'm done. I walk away, I'm hey, fuck, fuck you. <laughs> I th- I think the greatest keyboard commando, like the greatest troll is the president himself. He's the keyboard commando in chief, man. Those Twitter I almost have a theory that this isn't even this is one big fucking joke, and it's actually just, you know, he's just trolling the fuck out of us. Because he said, like, way back decades ago, he's like, you know what? If I ever read for president, be the Republican Party. Because, man, those people are idiots. I think he's literally trolling the planet. But the thing, but the thing about saying, Twitter and Facebook is that it, it, it brings out, like, okay, so. But he doesn't even have to use a fake name. That's how good. But I, I love my family. <laughs> like, my, I, I come from a family that when your family, your family, 
Okay, so like literally, you know, you you would have to kill somebody in the family to get out of the family, and even then, it might be well or destroy a bathroom. Well, yeah, but just kill the family. <laughs> no kidding. But like, you really have to do something super bad, and even killing somebody in the family, it, it might be that they they deserved it, so you might have been rightly so. But as long as it was the unfavored cousin, you're. But like I I like. I come from a family where we're family, no matter what. And I have I have an aunt that she is the like epitome of the keyboard commando. Like you talk to her, you would talk to her face to face, and she would never, in a fucking million years, say the type of shit that she says on Facebook. Now I love her to death, and usually, you know, I give everybody the benefit of the doubt. You know, hey. You're having a bad day. It just happened to be that you picked up your phone at that moment in time and you decided to post at that moment in time. Nine times out of ten, fucking walk away from it. Now, the unfortunate part is that I see about 10,000 of those every single day. So if you go by the law of averages, 10% of those I'm responding to. But, like, the 90% that I'm not responding to, nobody realizes. But the 10% that I respond to, everybody freaks out about. But I love her to death, but she'll say stupid shit and it's like you would never say like for for instance she said something to my father about a post now i you know hey whatever we we try not to get political here and whatever your political views are they're your views hey have them i don't give a shit if you like our president cool like our president you don't like our president cool you don't like our president i don't give a shit what i give a shit about is if you try to make me do that and that's what my aunt does she tries to make me or tries to make my father, or tries to make my mother, or tries to make my brother, or tries to make somebody do something that they're not. That's where I like, all right, grind those gears in reverse here. We, we, you know, now, now we've got to say something, and now now I've got to be a dick. So, uh... See, two, we're uh, freedom-based on this show. So, so, I think Facebook actually had the right thing to do about this, ironically. Um, Ban them? Recent events... Oh, caused a lot of my associates to get on their keyboards and hammer away typing out things that I'm just like, okay. But the one of the things that I stopped doing was just responding to it because there's no reason for half these fights to ever be public. What I do is I tap the three little buttons in the corner, find the snooze for 30 days, yep. and I hit hit snooze for 30 days because I still want to know what's going on in their life. But if they're going to be political due to a recent event... I'm going to snooze them for 30 days. And I love that button. I'm not going to tell them. You can snooze people? Yes, and it's the best thing that that has come to Facebook. It's great because I have a lot of friends that have completely different views than me, which they're free to have. But when it's in relations to an event that may have happened somewhere in the world, I'm not going to say anything specific. Yeah. The the emotion's heated, and I'm not going to end a friendship over it. What I'm going to do is I'm going to snooze them for 30 days. Let them come back to their room because in their normal day to day, they're not like that. Now, if they're like that nonstop, notwithstanding, I just unfollow them. I'm still friends with them, but I don't want to hear the political banter all the damn time. Well, see, now I, I, I love talking Facebook. to people about like with opposing views. I absolutely like ask my wife. She hates it. That's what intelligence, intelligent discourse, compromise. In fact, democracy is based on. But, but that's I, the I, thing. I, I, I love it, talking to people about their opposite views. And my wife hates me because she, you know, she's like, well, fucking argue all the time. I'm like, no, it's not an argument. It's a fucking discussion. You have an opposite view than me. That's why I love you. 
because you look at things completely different from me. And there's no way that I'm going to learn unless I talk to people who look at things different than I do. You got to challenge your viewpoint. You got to challenge yourself. And that's fine. I just don't do it on Facebook anymore. No, but the, but I mean, like I started, like I used to start off on Facebook with, hey, this person's got a different view than me. Let me, you know, hey, let me let me play devil's advocate. Or let me play the contrary view here because I want to hear more of what they're talking about, but I don't agree with it. But most people, and I say most, it's a generalized rule that doesn't mean everybody. Most people mm-hmm. can't fucking fathom a, a, a normal adult conversation that they immediately go to it's attacking i can't you know you're you're attacking me and fuck you it's like no i have a different view than you and i want to talk about it but you have no fucking clue how to talk about it the subtle art of not giving a fuck you should you should explain the book Daymok. yes um first who's it by anybody oh it's by mark manson the subtle art of not giving a fuck. The counterintuitive approach to living a good life. I bought this book because it sounded interesting. This book to me is garbage. Um, <laughs> and and I, I'll tell you why. Like, it's all, it's legitimately, it's kind of like a self help thing to show you how to stop giving a fuck about things and not caring and just kind of moving about your life. I've already figured out life in that aspect. I don't comment on things on Facebook if it has to do with anything other than I want to go and see Deadpool 2 because that shit's going to be awesome. Yeah, you guys want to go? Yes and no. Hell yeah. Hey, I found this cool thing where we can order liquor online and we get these, this, uh, what is it, the crazy stuff that comes from Slovenia where it's like whiskeys and scotch and gin. You can order the rare stuff online? Yeah, you get a sample package. I was like, hey, nice. that's cool. I will share that, and I will comment a couple people under that, and that's about it. I don't see, care see, about I anything dream, else. I dream of a day where we could stop each hacking each other and fighting, be so divided, be a political beliefs, and start using Facebook what it's really meant for. Stupid cat videos. Fuck yeah. In fact, the internet in Absolutely. general. <laughs> the but internet in general. Legitimately, if you're interested... This book is pretty much Daymok in a nutshell. Um, I'm reading through going, yeah, I know that. I already do that. I already do that. I already do that. And then I had a couple people else look at it and they're going, yeah, that's, did you write the book? No. I wish I could take credit for it, um, but I can't. This is fantastic. If you're one of those people that is absolutely addicted to all the bullshit and garbage and fighting and thinking that you're hoity-toity. Read it, enjoy it, love it, love it. Be does, it does it have the part where you make me walk across a building to just tell me to message somebody? Yes, it does. <laughs> Sounds about right. I don't have to do that anymore, which is great. I get to do that to other people. Well, this comes to the segment... So I want to write the opposite book, How to Stress Out and Cause Your Life to Become in Total Shambles. That's how you have Facebook arguments. That's called Facebook for Dummies. Yeah. I just want to profit over it with a different title. So this is the part of the show where we go to questions from the audience. So oh, why don't we kick a gear into questions from the audience? And the first question is, oh, look at that. I don't see any. We don't have a single fucking question. Wow. Well, thank God we don't have to answer a question from Damoc about who you're going to fuck. Yeah, that was fucked up, dude. 
seriously fucked How up. How good was it, though? I didn't get a chance to listen to the episode yet. I'm a couple behind. Well, fucking go back you and listen to You should have listened to, to my response. And, and I quote, I love my fiancé, I really do, but at that point I would just say sorry and download Tinder. Dude, was that book written by Tyler Durden? Like, seriously. You would think so. I think I think you would have liked my response there, Damoc. Uh, yeah, I gotta go back and listen to it. I, I'm still a couple episodes yeah, behind. But you know your question, right? Uh, yeah, and I'm not gonna say it or answer it in any way, shape, or form. Fuck! What episode my, was that? My response was 115, basically... 116? I'll take the wife's body, not my mental image. Fuck you, De- Derek! Do not fucking tell him that. You make oh. him go listen to the goddamn episode. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm slow. <laughs> I don't pick up on body language and social cues. Really? Oh, man. I talked about a pig. I don't. You talked about a pig? Yep, your answer got a mention about a pig in there. I'm not surprised. Kermit the Frog, man. <laughs> I worry about you guys. You know what we could talk about since we don't have questions? Something cool that Microsoft did. The accessibility controller oh, they're coming out with. yes. Now, I have a question. What is the accessibility controller, D? It looks like something that you stuck you stuck two DJ heroes together and shrunk it down. It's basically a control pad that's it's meant to have people that have physical limitations where they can't use both hands, they have trouble, they can't really, you know, use a controller like the rest of us. Whether it be a lost a limb or two or whatever. So it's being designed with that in mind, which is gonna allow more people to game, and which is really cool, because you know. Damoc and I are soldiers, we have plenty of buddies that have a hard time gaming. You know, they're even trying to do stuff, you know, you're missing a hand, they're even trying to do stuff like putting a hand restore cream on, and it, it does nothing. But wait a second, hold on. Now you got So, it. is this going to allow you to, like, play with your feet or something? The way it looks, hey, well, you might have some control playing with your dick. I, right. I, have, I haven't seen how it works. So, <laughs> it looks cool. I actually, I actually looked into how it works. So, the deck has two large buttons and a D-pad, but what it has is, uh, like, some. You keep cutting out, man. Really? It's all good. Keep going. Okay, okay. it's recording anyway. Um, so what it does is it does a um like somewhere around like thirty to forty like three and a half millimeter jacks that you can plug any compatible device in to act as a button. But each one of those plugs is specifically mapped to a specific key on what would be a normal Xbox controller. So was it like A B X and I don't know what Xbox controller has anymore. But you have like the trigger buttons. Basically, any accessibility device you can connect to it. And you can just lay them out however you want. So I could play with my feet. Yeah, that's design. you can play with literally any accessibility device that has a three and a half millimeter jack. But wait a second, I can already play with my feet on a normal controller. Oh, I thought you meant with your penis. Damoc's doing the uh, Stephen Hawking. Yeah, pretty much. So they actually have cool videos of how it works and all that. And it's only like a hundred bucks for the actual base unit, and then any accessories past that you probably pay for. But it, it, it's it's an accessibility controller without a custom design for every individual. It allows the individual to customize it however they want out of the box. Hundred bucks isn't that Man, bad. This is gonna be yeah. this is gonna be so abused by lazy people <laughs> like RPGs. Like I almost <laughs> want to get it just so yeah. I can set up a few buttons to be like on like just huge buttons that my feet can smack. Yeah, that would be awesome. Play an RPG with your feet while you're reading Facebook, trolling the internet, well, you know. So what you could do is <laughs> you, you, could, keep you could, in theory, use, set up, like, your own flight simulator controls. Yeah. On the cheap. Yeah, you totally could. You could set up some joysticks to actually do your, 
your roll and yawn shit, and then you could use your yeah. your feet pedals for something. Yeah, that would be a really cheap way of making that happen. And you could probably build something oh, pretty God. easy. And and it's all I can think of is Cecil doing some shit like Steel Battalion controller. Oh, and, dude, and I would because... fucking Steel Battalion controller every fucking thing. Like I want, like seriously, that's that's my dream right now is to have a fucking Steel Battalion controller in front of my goddamn like screen right here, and attach it to friggin' Elite Dangerous and play the shit out of that. Like like that's my dream right now. So so here's the here's the kicker to the accessibility controller. Windows will just see it as a standard Xbox controller. So it doesn't matter how you configure it, it sees it as a standard controller. So it'll translate it to everything that they're compatible with. Yeah. 100%, which the Xbox uh, One controller, which is just an extension of the 360 controller, is compatible with everything. But to say, good thing that these uh, webcams see from the, you know, chest up, right? <laughs> and some dick smacking for the trigger. I was referring more to this, this information like giving me a woody, but okay, yeah. Yeah, but, um, you know, like, seriously, you if you had to do that, like, you set up a button for your dick to smack against, you literally would have to take Viagra, because I don't know about you, but... I don't sport chub for that long when I'm playing a game, unless it's really good. I do that when I'm playing Doom. I worry about you. I really do. Oh, Cecil, have, Cecil, doesn't this have to be hard? Remember, helicopter, helicopter. <laughs> yeah, but that involves one of my hands. I mean, I guess, I guess if I had one <laughs> helicopter, hand... Helicopter, helicopter, Gran Turismo. Well, but I guess if I had one hand chopped off and I had a hook attached to it, I could still probably get a helicopter going, but man, that would chafe after a while. Ta-da! They make they make lube in really highly buffed and polished aluminum. They make lube in fifty five gallon drums. We did find that out. We could actually lube the entire house. Is it sad that oh, I just thought of is uh, drunken slip and slide? No, that was actually the first thought I had too. But I figured, well, we could probably lube up the house and shove it up Godzilla's ass. I worry about you guys. Well, <laughs> not catching us, Godzilla. We need some of that for the trip. Yeah, we do. I'll bring all the lube I can. No condoms, though. Just remember, I'm I'm documenting this entire adventure. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. You'll be lubed up, too. <laughs> You'll be like the greased-up <laughs> deaf catch guy. Me. Yeah. If you get next year, you can't catch me. I got the camera. Well. Oh, that's pretty fun, right? Damoc. Where can people find you at, man? Uh, blow me at damocsucks.net. That's uh, damocsux.net. And in the Discord. In the GNA Discord, right? Oh, yeah, I mean, that's where I'm at. I'm on the podcast, I'm in the Discord. Shadow Fox, where can people find you at, man? Uh, in the GNA pod, or Discord, as a host, or not a host, but a, uh, shit. No, as a host, crew. Crew. it's a host, crew, oh. crew is host. Oh. Yeah, you're a co-host. Oh, yeah, co-host. Oh, wow. Hey, yay. Hey, that's a new word, that's a new English word you lo- you just learned. Yay, today. host. Co-host. Host, yay. Co-host. Yeah, yeah. G- GNA crew is an great. anagram for co-host. No, it isn't. Oh, really? Sweet, even better. So, yeah, I saw the green yesterday. I'm happy. Or the other day. I was like, yay. What about you, D? Where can people find you at? Uh, sitting around and floating around in purgatory. It's, it's, it's kind of meh. <laughs> they can find me at uh, microbrewgamers with a Z instead of an S dot com. Or at Microbrew Gamers with a Z instead of an S on my YouTube channel. You can also find me Facebook, <laughs> Instagram, Twitter, <laughs> Discord, all the places we just ripped. Um, awesome. Do you have any uh, any new videos coming out soon? Anything to pimp out? Yeah, actually, uh, Cecil and I are going to be working on an upcoming Into the Breach video. Yes, we are. 
Lube may or may not be involved. Oh, there's going to be lube involved. <laughs> there's going to be a lot of lube involved. 55-gallon drum worthy. And I am Cecil Xavier, your host. You can find me at Cecil vs. Games on tw- on Twitter. Uh, Cecil Xavier everywhere else. Twitch, Mixer, Facebook, uh, Ustream. Pretty much everywhere you search for me, you'll probably find me there. Except on Instagram. I don't think I'm on Instagram yet. I should probably start that up. You're not on I'm Instagram. Instagram. I'm not on Instagram. I am. I looked for you. Also, um, check out, by the time this episode releases, I believe the episode should drop. If not, it should drop shortly. Uh, check out Geek Squatch. I jumped on an episode with them for Face Off for the John Travolta Nick Cage movie back in 97, I think is when it came out. Uh, Somewhere yeah, around so there. We, yeah, so we talked about, Geek, cool. we talked about uh, Face Off on Geek Squatch. Uh, good time. Very fun time. Love those guys. Uh, anywho. We hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. Reviews on iTunes help people find the show. So if you enjoy listening to us, let other people know. You can also find us on Android with Google Play Music, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, uh, Player FM, Spreaker, MyTuner, YourListen, and wherever the hell else you want to find us. Let us know. We'll upload there if you don't find us there. You can also find us on Twitter. Uh, search at GNA Podcast. Or join our Discord channel. See that pinned tweet. Also, keep an eye on our Facebook page. We are going to have a uh, link there for the Discord as well. Facebook. We're on Facebook too. Uh, just search at GNA Podcast. We've been posting a lot of our event schedules on on Facebook, such as our anime nights as well as our game show nights. Game show nights are where we go do Jackbox games and we give away free Steam codes that are all provided by Humble Bundle, which you're about to hear about in a second. We started playing and hosting guests on our stream feeds, www.twitch.tv forward slash GNA podcast, and on Mixer at www.mixer.com forward slash GNA podcast. We have partnered with Humble Bundle. Hey, why don't you tell us about Humble Bundle, D? Okay, but first, but first, before I tell us about Humble Bundle, wondering something about our new co host. I thought every time there was a vape cloud, a new millennial was born. But with all the vape clouds, I have not seen a single man bun on this guy. Yeah. Family I, guy reference. Come on. Uh, come on. I was growing out my hair to try to get myself mm-hmm. a man bun, uh, and then I got a notice that touching my face and shaved it all off in a fit of anger. And now I'm just doing it. You know, Cecil, again. Cecil, we could go buy a wig and enough super glue. We could fix this. Fuck that. We're not going buying a wig. We're going to shave our pubes. If I wake oh, We're going to create a wig. If I wake up and find pubes super glued to my head. I will be slightly annoyed. Only slightly, so slightly it's okay. annoyed. <laughs> In fact, I'm going to say slightly, lightly annoyed. All right, D. Oh, now no. tell us about Humble Bundle. All right, Humble Bundle is a game purchasing service that we, G and I, are partnered with. You purchase games like you normally would, but with a twist. What a twist! You choose what part goes to the publisher, or to Humble Bundle, or to charity. You can even go give it all to charity if you want, or none of it. Your call. Throw that question mark, partner, equals GNA podcast at the end of your Humble Bundle link before you buy to let them know that we sent you there. So far this month, we have raised $8.17 for charity through our partnership with Humble Bundle. Come on, guys. We've got to raise more for charity than that. I'm really feeling come weird on. about that. that that's, we come haven't on. raised that, that much that's, this that's, month. That's, that, come on. That, that, that actually kind of makes me a little sad. Come on. Come on. It show, makes me show, sad. Show some love. Show us some money. Now, keep in mind, though, that there is a slider there when you buy something from Humble Bundle, like if you buy a bundle. Um, check those sliders because you can move those sliders any way you want. You can give more to charity. You can give more to Humble Bundle. 
Um, there's even a slider there to give to GNA. We don't want you to give any to us. We want you to give all of that to charity. So if you were like, hey, you know what? I'm going to throw a bucket at GNA. Don't do it. Go give it all to charity. We want you to give it to charity. Because we're just getting... Because we're just going to buy humble codes and give them. That's all we're going to do. We're going to any money yep. we get, we're going to put into humble codes, and we're going to fucking spend it out. Donate yeah, to charity. We're going to spend it out on giving it to people who randomly join our game show nights. That's all we're going to do. So we would rather you give it to charity because we have a hundred and some odd Steam codes still waiting to give away. We don't need more. We're a proud member of the Ninja Pancake community. Um, check out our friends Brian Langell and Kiv at First and Ten, I believe it's called. I probably screwed that up, and if I did, I'm probably going to hear about it soon. Uh, also, check out Caleb and on Geek Squatch because I forgot his name, and I'm too drunk to go look it up. Uh, we want to thank Morgan BS Photography for our new logo and artwork. Shadow Fox, you rock! Thank you so much. Check him out Yay. at MorganBS.com. You can email us at GNA Podcast at GNA and your DNA dot one with questions, comments, death threats. We don't care. We would love to hear from you. Please, for the love of God, send us an email. I'm tired of getting emails from the Arabian princes telling us that they've got four point two million dollars to move in the US. Oh, you get the Arabian ones? I just get the Nigerian ones. I want a little mix. We get them up too, here. we get them too. Uh, last but yeah, not least, but I, I don't, I don't get all that. Check out our website at www.gnapodcast.com. Well, thank you guys for joining me on the show tonight. I had a fun time, and you know what? Thanks for this having us. This has been a, lo- a long time since I've had uh, any alcohol whatsoever, and this is really hitting me harder than I thought. That's what she said. Not to you. <laughs> Aww. But to Bill Cosby, yeah. Aww. <laughs> That's not right yet. That's uh, too soon. Kittler that. actually oh, looks like he that. is going to murder you when you when you let him go. Oh yeah, that's, that's just what he looks like when he's on a lap. He's just depressed. Kittler, come on, buddy. Uh, uh, on a lap, or did you just say on a fap? Come on, buddy, be happy. Be happy. He's purring. Have a good night, guys. There we go. Bye bye.